Good afternoon, my fellow Americans. Welcome to the Midweek Report. I'm your host, JW. First, a group of business owners and several residents in Philadelphia are pushing back against the city's indoor mask mandate. The group filed a lawsuit over the weekend claiming the city does not have the authority to reimpose a mandate which went into effect Monday. This comes after city officials reinstated mask mandates for public indoor spaces while citing a rise in new COVID cases. The suit claims the city is not following CDC standards, which does not recommend mandating masks. People have just generally had enough of this sort of government overreach and this investing of rules and regulations to get into everybody's lives on a continuing basis, stated Thomas W. King III, attorney for the petitioners. Philadelphia is the first major U.S. city to reinstate masks uh, after dropping the mandate back in March. Starting Monday, masks will be required in all indoor public spaces in the city, including schools, businesses, restaurants, and government buildings. Next, military personnel at a U.S. Air Force base in Delaware are prepping military equipment to be shipped off to Ukraine. On Sunday, a video is released showing military personnel loading boxes of military equipment into an airplane uh, headed for the war-torn country. This latest delivery of Ukraine is part of the eight hundred million dollar package announced by Biden by the Biden administration. The shipment was made despite warnings from Russia about the possible consequences for supplying Ukraine. Meanwhile, a former commander of the U.S. Army in Europe, Ben Hodges, said President Joe Biden should send more weapons to Ukraine. In an interview Sunday, he explained that he believes Russian forces are going to launch a new offensive against the Ukrainian government. His remarks came after an NBC News report found the Ukraine fighters may run out of artillery shells and other weapons in coming days. Hodges added, U.S. weapons sent to Ukraine may not be enough to fight Russia. This is substantial, high-quality weapon system, but I have to say it's still not enough, he stated. What the Ukrainians need desperately are long-range fires, uh, long-range fires, rockets, artillery, drones, and, uh, and drones that can disrupt or destroy the systems that are causing so much damage in the Ukrainian cities. Hodges went on to say the Biden administration is not talking about winning in Ukraine's conflict and its further plans remain unclear. Meanwhile, Ukraine's president said Biden should make a diplomatic visit to his country. During an interview with CNN's uh, Jake Tapper on Sunday, Vladimir Zelensky stated he thinks Biden will pay a visit, adding it's something he should do as, a, as the leader of the United States. His remarks came after the White House said Biden did not have any plans on traveling to Kyiv ju uh, just last week. Biden also expressed uh, disappointment about not being able to visit while in Poland last month saying they won't let me. Several other leaders have visited the Ukrainian capital including UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson and the presidents of both Lithuania and Poland. Next and more on that, Pentagon spokesperson John Kirby spoke on increased US involvement in the ongoing conflict in Ukraine. During a press briefing on Monday, he disclosed that Russia has begun moving their forces to the Donbas region of the country. I mean, we have seen the Russians continue to flow in enablers, capabilities that will help them fight and the Donbas going forward, explained the spokesman. That's artillery, rotary, aviation, helicopter support, command and control enablers, and we do not believe that they have reinforced the number of battalion tactical groups in the east and south of Ukraine. 
Additionally, Kirby spoke on the latest shipments of military aid sent to Ukraine. Now again, I'm not going to get into the in inventory list and exactly what was on the first shipment, but that is unprecedented but that is unprecedented speed, he stated. 48 hours after authorization from the president, first plane was on its way and there have been sh uh, subsequent shipments since then. Almost a half a dozen has you and I speak here today have already arrived in the region. In the meantime, Kirby revealed the Pentagon is preparing to train Ukrainian soldiers on the use of howitzers, which were sent to Ukraine as a part of the Biden administration's $800 million military assistance package. According to Kirby, the training will be held in an undisclosed location outside of Ukraine. It is true that we believe we will be able to begin a process of training Ukrainian armed forces on the howitzers, and uh, that will be shortly heading over, continued the uh, Pentagon spokesperson. That training will occur outside of Ukraine. It'll be more of a train, the trainers kind of environment, so it will be a small number of Ukrainians that will be trained on the howitzers and then they will be reintroduced back into their country to train their colleagues. It's unknown if Russia will adhere to their warning about punishing the U- uh, about warning- will adhere to their warning about punishing the U.S. for supplying Ukraine with the- so we'll see how that goes. Hopefully nothing major happens. But uh, next, Tesla CEO Elon Musk says the economic interests of Twitter's board of directors and shareholders are out of line. In a series of tweets, Musk suggested his fight <clears throat> with Twitter executives may be a ploy to ward off a larger clash with Musk and another potential bidder. This, is, this was in response to a tweet stressing Musk would be fighting with a gang of highly educated board members over who gets to own the company. He pointed out that all board members, excluding the company's departing founder Jack Dorsey, own less than 1% of Twitter. This comes as the media has long sought to deter Musk from buying the social media giant. Uh, you can read more about that on the on his Twitter and stuff. He's uh, been quite active. So we'll see how that goes. Maybe uh, maybe Twitter will change. I don't know. Anyway. Next. Uh... Vice President Kamala Harris declared the U.S. will not conduct anti-satellite missile tests. She made the announcement while speaking at the Vandenberg Space Force Base in California on Monday. Uh, <clears throat> she voiced her concerns of the possible debris created when the missiles hit their intended targets, which could rain down upon unsuspecting victims on Earth or harm astronauts in orbit. Harris specifically re referenced past uses of the projectiles by America's two largest rivals in space, Russia and China. Back in November, Russia targeted a defunct satellite which created more than 1,500 pieces of debris and posed a danger to the International Space Station. That of course is when Russia launched the missile to destroy a satellite in space, said Harris. It is called a destructive direct accent or direct ascent anti-satellite missile test. In 2007, China conducted a similar test. Harris went on to chastise the Russians and Chinese for operating in space without any regard for American interests. <clears throat> These weapons are intended to deny the United States our ability to use 
our space capabilities by disrupting, destroying uh, our satellites, she asserted. Satellites which are critical to our national security. These tests, to be sure, are reckless and they are irresponsible. The U.S. is the first country to ban anti-satellite missile tests and is calling upon other countries to join the boycott of such operations. However, some believe the good intentions can have dire consequences. Representative Mike Rogers, uh, the House Armed Services Committee's top uh, Republican, said the ban does not or does nothing to deter Russia or China from continuing such tests. He claims the U.S. is putting itself at a serious disadvantage in a theater of for future warfare. Additionally, the, t uh, the lawmaker in the House Intelligence Committee, Representative Mike Turner, uh, called the decision a national security threat. He said the U.S. is purposely stripping itself of increasing its capabilities in outer space. Next, <clears throat> the Biden administration is still hoping to jam the so-called Build Back Better spending plan through Congress. During a White House press uh, briefing on Monday, Secretary Jan Psaki said negotiations on a new spending bill are underway and they include a number of Democrat lawmakers. These efforts come despite Republicans noting that, uh, sorry, uh, noting that multi-trillion dollar deficits caused by last year's spending packages led to record high inflation. However, Psaki said President Joe Biden is committed to more spending. To do so, the Biden administration will have to win over moderate Senators Joe Manchin and West Virginia of West Virginia and Kristen Sinema of Arizona. Democrats previously suggested the failed Build Back Better bill could be renamed in another attempt to pass it through Congress this year. However, it appears that simply renaming the bill might not might be enough as Senators Cinema and Manchin maintain they will not support the bill unless it's trimmed down. During a recent Arizona Chamber of Commerce speech, Cinema warned she will be just as critical of the bill and potential future discussions as she was last year. Meanwhile, Manchin has continued to voice inflation concerns and has said he wants half of any new revenue from a spending bill to go toward deficit reduction. Looking ahead, the Biden administration and Democrat lawmakers have yet to set a firm deadline for when they want to get a revived deal. However, some Democrats have reportedly suggested if the Build Back Better bill isn't revived before the midterms, they will pull the plug for good. Next, we have an update on the Michigan uh, school shootings. Michigan judge denied the parents of Ethan Crumbly uh, their request to have their bonds reduced from 500000 to 100000 Crumbly's parents have been charged with involuntary manslaughter after their son allegedly carried out a mass shooting at his high school. The couple's, the couple's attorney filed a request to have their bonds reduced after the pair were arrested in Detroit last year. The defendant's own actions leading up to their arrest make the current bond appropriate, stated Oakland uh, County Judge Cheryl Matthews. Therefore, I am denying defendant's motion to reduce the bond. Additionally, Judge Matthews determined that the couple's actions after the deadly shooting uh, was a premeditated attempt to conceal their location from law enforcement. The pair were found to have fled their home in the aftermath of the incident when local authorities issued a warrant for their arrest. Upon a warrant being issued, law enforcement is not required to make an uh, appointment with the defendant 
noted the judge, it is the job of the police to ensure a swift, safe, and secure arrest. And this court believes that would have happened, but for the defendant's actions, the defendant's actions were premeditated to conceal their whereabouts. In the meantime, Judge Matthews has scheduled the two, the two for a jury trial later this year in October. Some of the judges in the courthouse are trying cases where individuals have been in jail 700 days, and that would not be my intent. If you, if your matter goes to trial, she explained, I would give you the speediest trial possible. However, if there is a mis mistrial because of some conflict, that during a trial we'd be back to square one, so I want to avoid all that. The couple's attorney has indicated they will be filing an appeal in order to have their bonds reduced and to request for a change in venue for, the tr for their trial. They will also be filing other motions related to medical records and other pieces of evidence. Next, and finally, top U.S. Di uh, diplomats are scrambling to simmer tensions in the Middle East amid recent violent attacks in Jerusalem. During a press conference Monday, State Department spokesperson Ned Price said several officials contacted their counterparts in Israel, Palestine, and other Arab countries to make sure there is no escalation. Over the weekend, more than 170 Palestinians were reportedly injured by Israeli police near the Al-Aqsa AQSA mosque compound in Jerusalem. Police officers said they were provoked by protesters who were allegedly setting off fireworks toward the officers as well as throwing stones and other objects at them. In recent weeks, Israel fa has faced a slew of knife and gun attacks from Palestinian suspects which have prompted a heavy-handed response from police. We are deeply concerned by the recent violence in Jerusalem on the Haram al-Sharif Temple Mount and across the West Bank, Price stated. We also continue to urge Israel, or Israeli and Palestinian officials to work cooperatively to lower tensions and ensure the safety of everyone. Additionally, Israeli Prime Minister Naftali Bennett uh, denounced the recent attacks <clears throat> on his people while asserting they are at the hands of Iran-backed terrorist groups or terrorist group Hamas. He said his military intercepted a rocket fired from the Gaza Strip on Monday and stressed it's the first time Hamas launched a rocket from a Palestinian territory. This is unacceptable to us, Bennett stated. This is a reward for the insiders, especially Hamas, which are trying to ignite violence in Jerusalem. We will not allow this to happen. The state of Israel will continue to provide for and safeguard the dignity of all of us to enable everyone to celebrate in Jerusalem. And most of all, our forces will continue to provide security for the citizens of the state of Israel. Meanwhile, adversaries to Israel are ramping up their incendiary rhetoric against the country. Uh, after launching two deadly attacks in Israel last month, ISIS has called on supporters to carry out more attacks while also urging violent attacks in Europe. Additionally, Iranian President Ibrahim Raisi threatened to strike the heart of Israel if the Jewish state makes the slightest move against... Sorry. Lost my... Place here, for a second. All right, here we go. <laughs> Slightest move against it. 
The Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps also vowed to protect Palestinians from alleged anti-Palestine attacks from Israel. Our armed forces have <clears throat> today, after the imposed war, rebuilt themselves in a way that today our military might it is not only noteworthy, it is the region, but in the world, in the region, but in the world, Razi stated. In the meantime, spokesman Price is urging Israeli forces to use restraint when responding to attacks, ensuring diplomatic phone calls will de-escalate the situation. Experts are calling on Israel and the Arab world to continue to abide by the 2020 Abraham Accords to build off the historic meeting held last late last month. Hopefully things don't kick off there too, because man, that's things are happening all over the place. So you know, like always, stay safe. But that concludes the midweek report. I've been your host, JWR. Remember, stay informed, stay involved, keep America first, and I will see you all Sunday. <laughs>